Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 95 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my very special guest today is Debbie from Dare to Declare. And we talked about vision boards, which is one of the most fun conversations I've had on this podcast, but also so inspiring. As you will soon discover, Debbie is wonderful at what she does. And she really has opened my mind to looking at vision boards in a very different way, way beyond just a collection of inspiring pictures. And I really think you're going to really love what she has to say. But also, we talk specifically about vision boards for you know, the vision of your weight loss, weight release journey. And she has a specific take on it that I think is really important to really, if this is something that you're contemplating or actually already doing, to really incorporate that in the vision board work that you do so that you can really have the best possible outcomes. It is such a special perspective on it. So I'm really excited to share that with you. We also talk about some of her beautiful manifestations that have come from her recent vision board work work as well. And um, I won't spoil the details, but there's some really great stuff that she's been doing. And I'm very pleased to share her work with you. So let me properly introduce you to Debbie. Debbie is a Canadian girl from Ontario, formerly a child care director who treasures family. She's a mom of four. She reads motivational books using a highlighter for the good parts. She loves peanut butter anything and appreciates the little things in life, like twinkle lights or a strong cup of coffee. And she's a little bit fancy zipping around in her new Miami blue Porsche. She's kicking up her business to help educators and coaches create their vision board so that they can declare and experience their best life of abundance. Here is Debbie. Welcome, Debbie. I am so thrilled to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. It is such a pleasure. And I told you this before, but this has been a topic that I'm so passionate about and curious about and really been looking for the perfect expert to chat with us about it. And you're definitely it. So I'm so excited. We're going to be talking today about vision boards. And of course, bigger than that, like your vision and, you know, your story, teaching women how to do it, but also all the wonderful manifestations that you've got in your life through this process. So just to get us started, I'd like to start by asking our guests to define what confidence means to you. I love that question. So confidence to me is more than a feeling because a feeling can be fleeting. You can feel something in one moment and then an event can happen, a circumstance, and all of a sudden confidence wanes and may disappear. Mm -hmm. And I think that confidence comes from a deeper level where it's like 
it takes practice and it's really action-based. And I think about it in terms of how I support my clients to create their vision, which is asking for what you want. So getting really clear on what you want and then believe that it's possible, having that unshakable belief. Mm. And, and that again, takes practice is that when we think that the universe is for us versus it being against us yeah, and that we wake up in a state of gratitude and that we're in anticipation of good things coming our way mm. and then being open to receive. So ask, believe, and receive. I think those three things combined create a sense of confidence to walk with your head held high, wearing your crown and knowing that you are here for a purpose mm-hmm. and that that purpose is beautiful and everything is exactly what it's supposed to be. Oh, I love it. I love this definition so much. Maybe one of my favorites of all times. I am aligned of literally every word you just said. And I think this concept is this unshakable belief that everything is always working out for you. And if it doesn't feel that way, we're missing information, right? Like of what the actual blessings and benefits are in there is specifically how I run my life and how I teach my women as physical health is concerned. Because that is the highway to touching that transcendental gratitude that you talked about, right? So that is such a powerful and beautiful way to live. So I love that you attach that to confidence. I think it's beautiful. So thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. And to get us started, let's start from the beginning and describe to us. I know from what I know about your work. And from what I've learned from you that, you know, a vision board is not just pretty inspiring pictures on a board, obviously not. So tell us your definition of what is a vision board and the power behind one. Yeah. So a vision board, it's sometimes easier to say what it's not. Like you just started by saying, (laughs) now I will say that people get worried when they come to do a vision board because they're, they say, I'm not an artist. I don't have an eye for style. And yet what I've discovered is every person, male or female, when they're finished their board, they love it because Mm. it's beautiful. Maybe not aesthetically as in a piece of art, because you're not creating a piece of art. You're creating your vision for your life. So Mm. have you ever had it where, you know, you see something, let's say a piece of art and you just, you have an immediate connection to it. You just feel it's like, it makes you feel something where someone else looks at it and they don't, in fact, it maybe even repels them. They think, no, that's not something I would want in my house, but you're just drawn to it. And that's what happens with the vision board is that the images that you choose are directly connected to all areas of your life. So a vision board has, uh, I, I support my clients to create in seven areas, if they're mm-hmm. mentally capable of doing that. And what I mean capable is depending on where they're at, if they've experienced crisis trauma, perhaps they can only choose two, but okay. in the most healthiest mindset, I encourage them to lean into all seven areas for your life, because how we do something somewhere is how we do it everywhere. Yes. And so it's really key to create visions in all of those areas because our life isn't siloed. And it was interesting, Juliana, when I first met you, we had a conversation about the poverty mindset being either or. Yes. I can either focus on my family <laughs> or I can focus on my business. But I can't have both because if I focus on one, 
the other one's going to wane and or suffer. Yeah. And what the wealth mindset is, is that I can have it all mm-hmm. and that there's abundance and that I can mutually focus on family and business, even though there's maybe times where one takes precedent over the other, but that they both can be part of this beautiful vision for my life. So that's what a vision board is, is that encompasses all of those areas and that you put down visuals that represent what you want. So we talked, like I said earlier, getting clear on what you want. That in itself is a process, discovering that, (laughs) uncovering it. Because as women, we often don't take time for ourselves to discover what we want. We know what our children want. We know what our spouse wants, our employer. But when I ask women, what do you want? Well, think about it. Even this past Christmas, if your family asked, what do you want for Christmas? Most of us as women go, I don't know. I've got it. I've got everything. I don't need anything. And we just (laughs) put it off. Yes. And so this is your time. This is one of the highest forms of self-care by deciding and choosing what do I want for my life? And then having images that represent that and putting it in a very visual format on a physical board. Uh, And I also, we can talk a bit more if you want to learn about my framework and protocols, but I also am a big proponent of paper Mm -hmm. and it not be digitally produced, Mm -hmm. uh, even though, you know, there are formats for that, but I really think there's something beautiful about having it in the hand and feeling it and choosing it and allowing the law of attraction, allowing images like we talked about that we're trusting the universe will bring the images that we need. So even in the process of discovering the images that those will show up and Mm. that you can then adhere them. And there's something very committal about gluing them to the board instead of just pinning them or digitally being able to switch them out. Mm -hmm. Yes. Ooh. So those, those are some of the, I could go on. (laughs) This is my favorite thing to talk about. Honestly, that is so interesting. I love so many things you said. I'm going to highlight a couple of golden nuggets <laughs> that you said. Um, and what you said before, I find it so incredibly true. And it's been not just my experience, but also looking back the last 10 years of my career of the women that I work with, the difficulty in prioritize what we want. And even in a way, saying that out loud, like claiming these are my desires, right? So I think that aspect of your work alone is so valuable to women. And what you said then is, you know, that whole concept of allowing the images to come to you, that gave me chills like, oh, because the first thing that comes to my mind, you know, as a type A, I want things to be perfectly neat. And it's like, what if I don't find the right images? And then you said that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. So it's the allowing, right? Which is such a beautiful energy that I think is so underutilized, especially when we're like the Google Gold types that just wants to be in control, right? And then the pasting it, like it is so true. Like if you do it electronically, it's so easy to undo, right? But if it's an actual piece of paper with glue on a you know, board, there is a permanency there. There is a, a commitment there. And I think that I never thought about it from that perspective. I think that is awesome. <laughs> yes. And when it comes to, so the one angle that I wanted for you to sort of explore with us, and then I would love to hear about the steps, but when it comes to weight loss specifically, and I know we briefly talked about that before recording some other time, and I thought it had such a beautiful take on it. So I wanted to bring it back here. 
when it comes to weight loss, so say somebody is going on a journey and they have the desire to, you know, release a large number of pounds or, you know, change their physical appearance in some way, shape or form, how can vision boards support them as opposed to being this unachievable <laughs> picture, right? That may actually, you know, deter them from staying on track. Like how can you use vision board in weight release? Yeah, I think that most women that I've encountered want to release some weight, some more than others, but I think everyone is wanting to be healthier (laughs) and looking at that number. So I think one of the ways that I can sum up this in all areas is that most people think about a vision board as what do I want to have? So I want to have a smaller body. I want to have you know, a certain size or a certain number on the scale, what do I need to do to be that size and Mm -hmm. and to weigh that weight? And then I'm going to be happy. And I flip it on its head Mm -hmm. and that we begin with the being. So loving the woman in the mirror. I love the me that this is one from another fellow coach of mine, Candace. And she talks about, I love the me that weighs this amount. Mm -hmm. So it begins with loving Mm ourselves. And so who does she get to be? And then again, it's like in all areas. So I wouldn't encourage anyone to create a a single vision board based on their weight goals, Mm -hmm. because that's a goal board. That's another thing to talk about. (laughs) So the vision is really bigger than that. And then, so we start with the being, and then we start with the doing, which are the goals. Like, what do I get to do to be the best version of her? And then the have whatever that is going to be will show up. Mm. So it's really flipping it. It's on its head. And so I think that anytime an image makes you feel disciplined, uh, like you're chiding yourself, you're restricting yourself, you're making yourself, you're shaming yourself, Mm -hmm. even by putting say a image of someone who is smaller than you and, and weighs less. Sometimes I had this beautiful Indian descent woman um, and she wanted to release weight and she had a picture of Jennifer Anderson on her board. And I kind of giggled to myself as I came over. Her, I said, please tell me why you have Jennifer Anderson on your vision board. <laughs> and she said, well, I want to look like her. And I said, well, here's the deal. <laughs> a, you won't be younger. I said, and she's Caucasian <laughs> and <laughs> How does that make you feel when you look at that image? She says, well, I am inspired, but not, it feels like comparison. Yeah. And so I said, let's take her off. So she hadn't glued it on yet. I said, let's take that off and let's start from the beginning. What do you want to be doing? Who do you get to be when you are at your healthiest weight? She says, well, I want to feel comfortable in a swimsuit on the beach. I said, that's what we put an image on your board because you can feel yourself having that confidence that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. having this freedom of feeling comfortable in a swimsuit, playing with your grandchildren, splashing in the water. So perhaps it's even just a scene of a beach. It doesn't have to be a person at all, but you mm-hmm. know what that represents that sense of freedom um, and that sense of being. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what she, that's what she did. So there you see the difference. Oh, absolutely. Right. And that is so important because like you said, like the first one, even though on the surface, it's like, maybe this is an inspirational photo, but it's so detached from our reality, right? Especially 
just can be younger. We can change, you know, necessarily what we look like. Uh, so it actually has a bit of like a counter effect, right? And I think that focus on the goal, because one of the things, and it's actually funny you bring this up because that is very much specifically what I talk about in my, in my new book, Release. And it is helping women understand why they actually want to release the weight. Because the weight is actually never the goal, even though we think it is, is what we can get from our understanding. We believe that once the scale says X, I'm going to feel this way. So we're actually seeking a feeling, a feeling of how we're going to be, behave, do, you know, have, right? Uh, So that is the process in my book. And it's so beautiful because that's basically what you're saying to them, that is what goes on your vision board is the real why, like what you're after, right? And starting with the being rather than the having, oh, that gives me chills too, because it is such a, I think, important flip, right? We're so like outcome focused and we were talking about that, but there's so much beauty in that journey of experiencing that journey, that presence and that, you know, um, all the blessings, right? Along the way that, may have nothing to do with the outcome. Like I think there's so many gifts on the way to getting there. Hey there, have you heard of my new book, Release, A Woman's Guide to Releasing Weight in Midlife Through Becoming a Body's Best Friend? If not, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book or click the link in the show notes below to learn more and to see if this is the right book for you. I wrote this book for women to read before your next diet. And this is not a book about weight loss, another diet trend, or a magical solution you have not tried yet. This is instead a rebellion against hating our bodies and trying to change who we are. Together, we will release all that no longer serves you so you can get the body you want and make midlife the best and healthiest years of your life. I cannot wait for you to get the book. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book to learn more. Now back to the episode. And what I feel with some women, and I wonder if you feel the same, is that when they start those processes, they actually discover that what they thought they wanted is actually not what their heart really desires. <laughs> Do you feel that as well, that they, there's a huge level of self-discovery as the vision board process starts? Absolutely. I love to share this story. This was from um, August, 2020. And and it was online because it was during the pandemic. And there was a large group of women on and this woman um, unmuted her, you know, and participated. And she said, well, and she said it kind of sassy, like, I just want what everybody wants, a bigger house, bigger boat, bigger car. And I said, oh, Um, I said, can you just do something for me? And she said, yes. And I said, can you just take a deep breath for a moment? (sighs) Okay. Let's go again. What do you want? And she paused and she said, I want a baby. Mm. And so, and then she said, but you can't put a baby on a vision board. And I said, a hundred percent, you can put a baby and motherhood on your vision board. What does that feel like? What does that look like for you? This is where it gets really real. So it's so much bigger than Mm -hmm. the big house, the big boat, the big, 
you know, the fancy car. Now it can be those things, but Mm -hmm. it's also, I worked with a gentleman as well. And he was so focused on this big house that he wanted. And, you know, when we dug in, it was that he wanted to prove to his dad that he had made it. Mm -hmm. And I said, let's go beyond you, you know, shaking hands with a real estate agent and opening the door for the first time. Let's go into that home and let's walk around. And who's with you there? Because I don't know about you, but it's not much fun to just be in the empty hallways of a home that are echoing with nobody to share it with. So is it your friends? Are you gaming together in your living room? You all set up with a big screen TV. Maybe you've got friends in the backyard. Maybe you're getting married and you've got children. I don't know. What is your vision? But the house is included in that. But let's go bigger and dig into the feeling Mm -hmm. of beyond the sense of, and I wouldn't even say it's accomplishment because his was from a a feeling of wanting to prove it. So it comes from a negative place. So I really encourage him to go beyond that feeling and to dig into what is it that he really wants for his life, mm-hmm. which is where it's vulnerable. And, and oftentimes yes. there's, there's tears. And with the first woman as well, declaring her wish to be a mother and her struggle with infertility, there wasn't a dry eye in the call. So she got to touch the lives. Uh, maybe there was another woman who didn't dare to even say it, Yes, but that she's created space now for other women to claim it, declare it and put it out there that this is what they want as well. Yeah. And I think what I just touch it on like a, a, a parallel thing, just touch it on that. I wanted to bring it. It's kind of like the, we're all so interconnected, right? That even as we're doing this process with other people, we think that our story is our own and it's just impacting us, but it's absolutely not the case. Like it's the perfection. And I think for me, what really humbles me and brings me the tears of gratitude is when I get glimpses of that perfection of how your actions and decisions are impacting everybody else, right? So even just by giving self time to work on yourself, your desires, and like you said, there to declare what you want, you're actually lifting other people up that you may not even know, right? Maybe that you may never know who they are, or maybe you do like in a call that you see other people, you know, reacting to it. And I think that is one of the privileges of being human. <laughs> uh, I really do. And I, it, it touches my heart so profoundly when I see it happen. So thank you for sharing that story. That's beautiful. And it's so true is understanding what is beyond the material thing, but it doesn't mean that that material thing can't be included very much like the weight. Like I get asked sometimes, well, if it's not about the weight, why would I want to lose weight? And I say, that's exactly my question to you, (laughs) right? Why do you want it? Because you can still release the weight. Like, you know, it's not like what I'm teaching is not anti, you know, weight release, but you don't have to, you choose to. And the reasons why you choose to are aligned with your desires. They're not imposed by authority, society, or what the other person told you to do, right? So I think it's such a beautiful shift. And it's such an easier road when you go from the place, right? In your heart rather than your head. So I love so much what you do. Like I really do. And I think it is a very visual way. And I'm a very visual person myself. Um, It's a visual way to take what's in our heads and our hearts and put it out, right? So so special. Oh my gosh. I can talk to you forever. (laughs) Well, one of the um, the research demonstrates that you're more likely to manifest 
Uh, I think it's 42% if you get it out of your head and onto paper. So simply by Mm -hmm. writing it down, 42% more likely to manifest. But if you add images and declare it to someone else, it goes up to 78% more likely to manifest. Mm. So that really is powerful. So for your listeners as well, you know, this piece, and I'm sure that you walk them through all of that is, you know, first to have that image in their mind, but then to write it down. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. if you want to take the next step and add images to support that. Yeah. It's just such a powerful process. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about the process. So you mentioned the, you know, kind of like claiming what you desire, then believing and then receiving, right? So talk to us a little bit about how that works. So uh, the vision board workshop that you do with Dare to Declare is unique in the fact that it takes six hours. And sometimes I have especially uh, corporate clients that will say to me, like, I just had a real estate company and they hired me for two ses- like two separate sessions. And they're like, real estate agents are very busy people. I don't know that they have six hours. And I said, well, then I'm not your girl because <laughs> it, it, I want you to uh, support your your agents to take six hours out of their day. So think about the spa or a retreat. That's what this is because this is mm-hmm. so important for you to gain clarity and focus for your life. So it really does take six hours. And the reason that it does is because it takes us time. I don't know if you ever, when you go on vacation, it takes me a day for one to calm down from flying because I get anxious about, especially now, nowadays with flying and even just to unwind. And I'm an A-type mm-hmm. personality as well. And my mind is always going and to just be in the moment and enjoy my surroundings without having to plan everything out. And so that's what I allow and give um, a client space to do with exercises to really dig in and open up their right brain, which is where the creative side lives. And as adults, we tend to live in the left brain, which is analytical and we calculate things. And the right brain is really where, um, yeah, that creative side lives. And that's Mm -hmm. what I want the clients to open up so that they can be open up to the images that show up versus it being, you know, analyzing and and (laughs) just totally in their heads and not in their heart. And then we dig into what do they want as, as we talked about. So getting clear on that, there's a number of exercises. I do visualization exercises as well, uh, some journaling. And then I also, if you come in person, I do it. No, I know you're in Ontario, just like me. And I have a lot of people that come and choose to come into my studio and I, I diffuse essential oils. I have music playing. So these are things that I encourage my clients. If we do it online at home, that they create this space for themselves, a quiet space that they can be uninterrupted. And then we also have a meal. So we have lunch. So it's nourishing their bodies. We serve healthy foods. That's another piece of it so that they really take care of themselves during this whole process. And then as I said, then you glue down your images and I have specific protocols. One of them being that it not be a collage. Mm -hmm. I I think I should make t-shirts that have a X through the word collage. (laughs) because (laughs) Most people think of a vision board as a collage. In fact, some people call it collaging. And I say no, in that the whole point of a vision board is focus. So it's about creating the optimal focus. Now you're writing a book and I'm sure that you've got some breaks in it. You've got margins, you've got chapters because the eye needs a place to rest. So when you're focusing, just like when you hang artwork in your home, you're not hanging them right on top of each other. It would just be a chaotic mess. (laughs) You want to give them honor. You want to give them a, 
a space where they can be beautifully um, taken in with the eye. Mm. And so the whole point is being able to focus on the images, being able to imagine as though they're already in your life. So that's the other piece that I teach my clients is how to use their vision board. So it's not just a one and done that they're that they decide where they're going to put it in their home. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be in a public space or do they feel like there's going to be some criticism or judgment around their choices? Because if so, then it needs to be in a private space, maybe Mm -hmm. in their private bathroom or their closet or the back of their bedroom door. Maybe they want to take a photo of it and put it on their screensaver. And then from there, uh, I help them create affirmations. Mm -hmm. So affirmations is kind of a, very trendy thing to do. And they're great, but it's really powerful when they're tied to your vision board. And a big influence on my life has been Jack Canfield. He co-wrote Chicken Soup for the Mm -hmm. Soul. And and he gives this protocol, as does Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor is sort of the Canadian, but he just passed away. Yes. Yeah. And um, they use the protocol, I'm so happy and grateful now that. And then I support my clients to fill in the other piece based on what their vision is on their vision board and that it'd be specific and brief, but that they can say it as though, even though it's a future vision, it's happening in the present tense that they can feel it as though it's already in their life. And then they declare it. So if it's just one-on-one with me online, they declare it exclusively to me, but it's really powerful as well in person. I was just at a retreat where the women created power words. We just did mini vision boards And even there, they just declared this single word. And by using your voice to declare your vision as though it's already in your life. So we talked about that home earlier with that gentleman. So he would perhaps say, you know, I'm so happy that I now have this beautiful home. It's on the water. I'm sharing it with my friends. You know, I love to bring people in the weekend. Like he's talking, telling the story as though he's flipping through photos on his phone and sharing what's already in his life. So that's really important as well. And then there's ongoing support for my clients with my Facebook group and so forth. But that's really the the process. And one of the things I didn't say is that the vision board is as big as you can possibly dream. So don't put boundaries on it for one year Mm -hmm. Mm because often people will say, well, that's not realistic. And so one of the things I want you to, to, I want to say, I I haven't said yet is that a vision board is unrealistic and a little bit crazy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so if you know how you can accomplish what you've put on your vision board, that's a goal board. It's not yep. a vision board. So it feels, like I said, really, really big and scary for that very reason. So there's a vulnerability attached and I honor my clients to be so vulnerable, to put it on there. And as I said, I'm a Christian So I believe that it requires divine intervention to accomplish that. And what I know is when it does manifest, it does feel like a miracle because it is, because (laughs) it's beyond what you can physically capably do with your own insights, resources, and skills. It's, it's bigger than you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. This episode is brought to you by the wage release shift a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is weight release. 
Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs, and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release and I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. And that's really like in my words, like what I call the perfection of the universe. And it's almost when you see the miracle, it's almost you get this glimpse of how all those little things happen perfectly as they did. Like, you know, that can't just be, you know, not, you know, it it has to be bigger than ourselves because it is so intricate and so beautiful. And it's all concurrently, right? Like there's almost 8 billion people playing their role in in the miracles to take place at every second of every day. So I love this so much. One thing I wanted to mention that, or highlight that you mentioned, it was the whole thing about the six hours. I know a lot of our listeners are very busy women, uh, professionals, you know, in leadership. And for me, the six hours is very exciting. Like I cannot wait to do a vision board with you and I will. Uh, but if that concept, like I think what you use the real estate example is perfect, right? Because yes, like I think all of us know that they're very busy professionals, but making that space to really, you know, tap into all those incredible things you're talking about is so important. And when I, when I mentioned about the trip, like when I was in corporate, anytime that I would travel to things like Cuba, you know, like places like, you know, warm, hot, sunny, um, my last time traveling during corporate, we only went for seven days and you can ask my husband, this, he will confirm. It took me five days to unwind. I had one day before traveling back home that I enjoyed myself. Because the, and this is without internet, because Cupid doesn't have very good internet. So it wasn't that I was working. I just couldn't unplug. Now, fast forward to the last time we went a couple of years ago, just before the pandemic and, you know, running my business and being in alignment with what I love to do. Within a day, I was in the zone, right? And really thoroughly enjoy myself. And it was such contrast from before that even my husband noticed like, wow, look at this, because I had allowed so much more space in my life to really, you know, be more present and do things I love. So if anybody's listening, think, wow, six hours, I, how can I afford six hours? Like, how can you not? <laughs> you know, I think it's so, so important. I love that you mentioned that. I think it's an important piece here. This is not like a 30 minute project, pick it up when you go. This is an experience of journey, right? That is awesome. So now I have another question for you. I know there's a couple of things that I would love for you to tell our listeners. So you've had a couple of pretty big manifestations from your vision board. So tell us about it. Yes, thanks. I think simply the way my company began. So I was in early years for 30 years. I ran a not-for-profit organization with four locations. And what I discovered was that my employees were really coming to me with concerns and challenges of personal development 
mm-hmm. versus professional. I was offering professional and I still do because I, I just love that community and I'm still call myself an early child educator. And um, however, especially during the pandemic, I think just like healthcare, yeah. it's just been very, very, very challenging for them. And so I decided that I would um, get a photo shoot because I had been doing professional development around the province. Our childcare had been chosen of one of seven to highlight this new way of being. Everybody knows about play-based learning now, but 15, 17 years ago, it wasn't really a thing. And so about five years ago, I had been starting to tell my story. I've been getting on this public speaking circuit. And so I went and had my photo done. And so anyone that's listening, if you have not had, if you're a professional woman or you're thinking about starting a business, start with a photo shoot. It's probably (laughs) one of the best vision boards that you will have because it's images of you. And that's what happened to me is that, and I would say specifically a branding photographer. And um, I'm sure Juliana knows some, and I can always drop, if you want to connect with me, I have a beautiful, amazing woman in Windsor. So she's the one who took my photos. And I looked at that photo and I was like, oh my goodness, who is that girl? So actually (laughs) the photo Juliana that I sent you for my bio, she she took that. Nice. Yeah. And that was my first indication that, photos, images, and vision connected. Mm. And so I leaned into that intuition. I started my company really without a great business plan. Like any bank would just laugh me out based on my, (laughs) my gut feeling, my (laughs) intuition, (laughs) but I built a physical studio here in Chatham, Ontario, and I built curriculum, which is pretty still foundational today, four years later, or that was five years ago. And I opened my doors and I was doing them on the weekends. So I was not still in my role as childcare director and um, doing the vision boards on the weekends. And, and uh, then October, 2019, I was speaking at a woman's event, which again was serendipitous. Like it just was yeah. like, like all the threads, like I can still see now how, when I pulled that thread from, you know, over two years ago, how it's still impacting my life by choosing to say yes mm-hmm. to something that was way out of my comfort zone, like 150 women. Oh, sure. I'll just get on the Windsor casino stage and speak. Like it was like <laughs> way out of my comfort Love zone, it. but it was so awesome because what I got to hear was another speaker. And she asked this question, these two questions, what's the price you're paying for not following your dream? And what's the price those around you are paying? And so I decided that moment to leave my job. So fast forward, I um, manifested in that I left, I joined, took coaching. So I want to just reiterate that it doesn't just happen all by yourself. It takes a a circle, (laughs) experts, you need to invest in yourself if you want others to invest in you. And so I did that. I put the money down. I got skin in the game and I really again, went way out of my comfort zone and invested more money than I'd ever done or ever thought I would. And what happened was last January, the person that you and I are connected through, she's of course content creator, Tracy, she uh, supported me to create an academy. So not only now do I offer in-person workshops uh, and also retreats and corporate workshops, uh, I'm now teaching others my methodology. So I'm certifying, uh, I have 13 and actually there's six more who just began yesterday, uh, for the next, uh, this is Academy number five. And, um, it's just, it lights me up. I just can't believe that this was only an idea a year ago. And this has manifested that I had this 
beautiful, gorgeous community of certified Dare to Declare facilitators who are now changing the world with me. And they are like, we're walking shoulder to shoulder and creating, helping our clients create beautiful visions for what's possible. Mm. So yeah, so that's probably really big. And then, as I mentioned, Jack Canfield as my mentor, I got to go to his home in Santa Barbara and I was interviewed for his uh, success TV. And at the end of the interview, he offered me an opportunity to write a chapter in his next book. So that manifested, (laughs) I know it blows my mind. And then only a week ago, I shared an event stage with Gabby Bernstein. And she is, besides Jack Canfield, the two of them are probably the biggest uh, proponents of vision boards in the world. She works with Oprah's team around vision boards. And so the fact that the two of them had manifested my life in the last six months blows my mind. (laughs) That is so incredible. And I think the one important tipping point of what you mentioned is that you actually declared <laughs> what you wanted, right? And I think so many people, even as physical health is concerned, like we want it, but we we're held back by fear. So we're kind of like, you know, at the verge of it, almost there, but not quite. But I think when you really have skin in the game and you go all in and the commitment is unwavering, then you just open the floodgates and all these incredible opportunities magnetize themselves to you, right? Because you're putting your magnet out there saying, okay, I do want this. <laughs> so I, I love this so much. That is incredible. Congratulations on all your success. This is incredibly inspiring. And I also think it's beautiful. You know, you now having the facilitators. So you're not just, I know, even though we can do, you know, online groups and stuff, like by having the facilitators, you're going to spread this incredible message so much wider. And I think that is such a, you're doing such a beautiful service to the world. So thank you. Like, I think that's incredible. Thank you. Yes. And Debbie, tell us about, so for those either people looking to do the vision board of you like myself <laughs> or anybody interested in becoming a facilitator, what are the best ways for them to find you and contact you? I think the easiest probably touch point is my website. So it's dare. It's the name of my company, but it's with a number in there. So dare the number two declare.com. And if you go there, you'll see on the main front page, there are some gifts there for you. And the one being an e-guide. So some of the things I was talking about today, it's just all in a really nice, uh, I, I won't call it a book because it's a guide, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it is fairly um, value packed and, and full of content of things, the highlights I talked about today to create your own vision board. So that e-guide is there for you as well. There is a fun little quiz. It takes a nice. couple of minutes and um the, the three pieces that I walk my clients through, which is dreaming, discovering, and declaring, those three areas, you can see how you rate. How do you score? Uh, are you a big dreamer? Uh, do you really excel in discovering what you want? Are you really accomplished in declaring? And so just to discover where am I really excelling and where could I use some support? So there's reports that you get at the end of that. It's called the scorecard. And then the other is there is a link there. So there's three little boxes to jump on my calendar and you can have a free discovery call with me. So uh, it's a half hour and I'd love to hear about where you're at and where you want to go and uh, just get to know you a little bit better. So that's there right on my website on the front page. Yes, that's wonderful. And I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes as well to make it very easy for people just to look below the episode and click on it. 
thank you so much for your time. Like I thoroughly enjoy our conversation. You have so much wisdom and you share it in such a beautiful, eloquent way. Um, I do know our listeners will love this episode as well. So thank you so much for your time today, Debbie. Thank you for having me. It's just been so fun to talk to someone else who's so aligned and uh, we were meant to meet. So thank you. (laughs) Yes, my pleasure. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.